Dear listeners, I'm Lauren Conlon, and before you embark on this investigative journey with me, I want to offer a sincere word of my acknowledgement and gratitude. When I, as the host, first set out on this path, I was admittedly very green. I lacked the seasoned expertise and finesse that comes with experience in investigative podcasting and reporting. However, Every story has a beginning and an ending, and this podcast represents the start of my own investigative odyssey. So as you dive into these episodes, you may notice rough edges or moments where my inexperience shines through, but please know that every stumble and misstep has been a crucial part of my learning process, and I've embraced each challenge as an opportunity for growth and improvement. So I want to express my heartfelt appreciation to each and every one of you who was stuck with the story despite my imperfections because Grant's story is important. So your support and patience have been invaluable as I've navigated the complexities of investigative podcasting and your feedback, whether constructive criticism, words of encouragement, or maybe something that wasn't so nice has helped me and helped shape this podcast into what it is today. So without further ado, here is Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon?, I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. So if you've been following the Freedom for Gracie social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, you will know that it is no secret that after an audio engineer slowed down the original 911 call, it's been speculated that people heard things in the background during the call. Multiple voices, noises, phrases, a lot of new things. And I'll get into what exactly the engineer did later, but I want to say that I am the first to admit when I listened to the original call as is, I couldn't really pick up on anything that was going on in the background. But when it was slowed down, 
I heard a lot of new things. And you guys heard it the other week. I believe it was two episodes ago. Paul Maladay from Hyde Analysis broke down the call. And as it was, without slowing anything down, he marked it as 100% deceptive. So I thought that was pretty incredible. You know, without honing in on anything in the background, a professional said, nope, this is deceptive as it is. So with all of this new information, with the audio engineers, I mean, my head is just spinning. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to replay the original call. I want to make it somewhat convenient for people to try and listen for certain things and just hopefully refamiliarize them or you and you can decide what you think that you hear. But before I do that, I do want to point out two things. And I do not believe that these two things have been said by a professional. I could be wrong, but this I believe is the first time that we said this on record. But number one, the guys from the podcast True Crime Cast made a comment on TikTok and they said there's a part where Aaron Solomon's voice changes, as in he's going back and forth with the 911 operator and then, of course, the people on the scene, maybe the quote unquote three men, but he answers the operator when she asks him a question about Grant. And he says something along the lines of Grant had just turned 18. And then he says, please hurry. Now, the guys from True Crime Cast are like, well, is he saying the please hurry to the 911 operator? Or is he saying that to the people on the scene that might be doing something? There is definitely a definitive change in his voice. And I definitely picked up on that. So listen for that. And then something else that's kind of been eating at me, and I'm sure a lot of you have thought about this, but there is another time when Aaron uses the phrase aspirate. Now, aspirate is a pretty specific term. I don't think I would use it in my everyday life. If that was me, I would probably be screaming something along the lines of he can't breathe or he's he's going to suffocate, something like that. But I couldn't help but think, well, is somebody feeding that term to him that's on the scene, a, a medical term like that or a health term? Anyway, think on that. And I'm going to play the original 911 call for you right now. I'm trying. Where's your emergency? It's 1357 South Water Street. It's off 109. Please hurry. You said 57? Please hurry. Okay, what's going on? 1357. My son's truck backed over him, and it's rolled over him and dragged him into the ditch, and it's on top of him. He's trapped under the truck, and I, I... yeah, he uh, you, uh, somehow it drug him underneath it. Yes, my son is under it. I'm trying to no. I'm, I'm trying to call nine one one. Okay, what's your name? Oh my god. My name is Aaron Solomon. And you said oh my god thirteen fifty seven South Water Avenue, right? Yes. How old yes. is the male? He's eighteen. He just turned eighteen a couple weeks about a month ago. It's my son. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is not good. Is he awake? Oh, please hurry. I don't. No, I don't think so. He's not. Oh, he's not alert, right? No, he's out. 
and he's trapped. I got three guys here, and he's trapped under the truck. Okay. Oh, my God. I understand, sir. Stay on the phone with me while we get somebody out there. What's your name? Aaron Solomon. All right, Aaron. Huh? What kind of vehicle is it? It's a Toyota Tacoma, Tacoma, and it's the, the vehicle has to, he's underneath the vehicle. Okay, I've got and the, that. And, and it's. Okay, I've got that. What color is it? It's a white truck. That's my son. It's somehow backed up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on one, I'm on with 911 right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Was your son working on it? No, no, he was just getting out of it. It's the hill, it's, we're on an incline and I guess he didn't have it in park or something or it wasn't engaged or, oh my god. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Still not responding? No, no. And he's still under no. truck. No one can get yes. from under. No, it's we, no. We saw units and routes to you. I'm just asking you questions before we can update uh, him, okay? Can you check and see uh, he's breathing? I, I, somebody's telling me that he's coming too. Okay. Maybe. He is waking up, Maybe. kind of keeping still. So he is. Well, he can't, yeah, he can't move. I don't think he can move. I, I don't know. Okay. I no, he can't move. He's trapped. Okay. We got somebody in route. Now, when he wakes uh, up, he might I'm be telling scared. Him, then somebody I'm telling come him. there and talk to him. Yeah, somebody talk to him. Shit. Yeah. There's blood. What, is he facing up or down? He's facing up. They said he may aspirate. We need to hurry. Oh, my God. So does he have blood coming out of his mouth? Yeah, he's, yeah. There's blood coming out. Yeah, somehow it drug him down. I think I don't know whether it wasn't his heart or what, or if it didn't engage the brake or it drug him underneath somehow. Okay. They said he's facing up. Okay. But he's bleeding from his mouth. So, Grant, turn your face to the side if you can, barely, but be careful. Don't move him, okay? We can't move him. We can't. We can't move him. All right, these and they're there. I'm gonna let you go, okay? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Uh huh. Bye bye. Listening to that nine one one call never gets easier. And I also never noticed, I guess, how relieved he sounds at the end of the call. He almost takes a, a breath of relief, like, oh, it's all over. But yeah, I hate listening to it. I hate the deception I hear. I hate the politeness. I hate all of it. So someone on the Freedom for Gracie team brought up the fact that perhaps they may have heard a noise that sounded like someone or something was being hit in the background. So thus came the idea to contact an engineer who would have the knowledge and the tools to slow this call down and help us understand what was going on in the background. So I want to point out that there is a case, a horrible case, 
known as the Delphi murders. And this case involves the murder of two young teenage girls, Abby Williams and Liberty German. They were hiking the Delphi Historic Trails in Indiana in 2017 when they went missing, and their deceased bodies were found the next day at the bottom of a hill. They had been shot. And so when police went through Liberty German's phone, she appeared to take a video and a recording also, as as best she could, that would later reveal a man's voice saying, down the hill, and he was walking down the hill. So according to NBC News, quote, as the male subject approaches victim one and victim two, one of the victims mentions gun, according to the document. Near the end of the video, a male is seen and heard telling the girls, guys, down the hill. The girls then begin to proceed down the hill and the video ends, end quote. So because of Liberty German's brave actions in taking this video, along with other tips they received, police were able to zero in on Richard Allen as their suspect. So that was pretty incredible. So when we started looking into the 911 call and slowing it down, I think a lot of us made these comparisons with this call and the Delphi murders. We were just thinking, wow, wouldn't that be something if we heard something on the call that could help us solve Grant's death? I also want to add a quick disclaimer before I go into exactly what the audio engineer did. I want to add that I did try to send this through to the Hyatt analysis team, but they don't have a phonetics expert or a linguistic expert. So they did hear the bang noise that I will be playing for you um, as a slight spike in the audio, but they couldn't They can't go on record officially and say exactly what it is or what the words are, quote unquote, officially. Uh, We do need a phonetics or linguistic expert for that, which I am still working on. And just to elaborate, I'm not saying they didn't hear the same thing that I heard or, you know, what someone else heard, but they can't go on record and say that for us without having a specific linguistics expert. You feel me? Okay. But let me go through and tell you exactly what the engineer did. Quote, I used the editing software Premiere Pro to analyze this 911 call as I have almost 10 years of editing experience with this software. This software has pre-installed audio effects that allow very specific audio enhancement. I utilize these audio effects with custom settings to make the background audio as clear as I could to then decipher what was said by the other individuals on site. To start, I put a denoise filter on the eternity of the 911 call. I then customize the settings as follows. Select focus on mid-frequencies, slider amount set to 100%. Next, I use the razor tool to isolate every frame of audio that the 911 operator and Aaron aren't speaking to each other. I then boost the gain on all of these moments. The gain is set differently for each moment. However, they are all boosted around the plus 40 decibel mark. Lastly, I added a multi-band compressor to each of these audio clips and started with the pre-built settings for quote-unquote raise vocals and fine-tuned the audio levels from there for each specific clip. I will share those pre-built settings here, 
end quote. Okay, so I'm going to start at the absolute very beginning of the call and literally within one second, the audio engineer hears the loud noise that seems to be something getting hit. So I'm going to play that for you right now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Now to hear what you think and please rewind it and and play it again and again and again, but here it goes. I'm trying. So I heard that initial hit or noise very very clearly. And there are a lot of things that the audio engineer did point out that I will go through during this podcast, but I don't necessarily hear it, but you might. Another part that I heard very clearly that I'm going to play for you is around the time where Aaron says in the call, yeah, somebody talked to him. There appears to be a voice in the background. I'm going to play that for you right now. And I'll tell you what I hear, some of the variations, and, and you can decide for yourself. Yeah, somebody talked to him. There's blood. What is he saying? After Aaron says the word shit, there appears to be a male voice in the background saying what I heard to be something like, is the death good or he's, is he out good? I'm going to play it again so you can listen one more time. Yeah, somebody talked to him. There's blood. What is he saying? The engineer heard he's out good. I mean, the phrase, is the death good, doesn't actually make sense for someone to use that in everyday language. But I I personally heard that and it definitely made me a little queasy. So yeah, that that was something I think that really needs to be looked into by an expert because I think it could be very telling. 
And the next thing I'm going to play is the part where the operator asks if Grant was working on the truck and Aaron says, no. Then we heard something in the background. It sounded like something was being hit. Um, and you can see a, a, a spike in the audio as well. So I will play that right now. Is your son working on it? No, no, he was just getting out of it. It's the it's, we're on an incline, and I. I will play that one more time. Is your son working on it? No, no, he was just getting out of it. It's the it's, we're on an incline, and I. Yes, I definitely heard that again and again and again. And so this next part is where the operator asks if there is blood coming out of Grant's mouth and Aaron answers and the engineer turned the background noise all the way up and it sounds like somebody is saying tougher than expected. I definitely heard the word expected, but you can decide for yourself. So I'll play that right now. Yeah, yeah, there's blood coming out. Of him. Yeah, somehow it's drugging him down, I think. Okay, and then the last specific part I'm going to play right now is the part where Aaron says that he thinks he's coming to. The audio engineer hears something that sounds like a woman's voice asking about a pulse. I have been listening to this over and over. I don't hear that, but many people do. So I will play that for you and you can decide for yourself. I'll date him, okay? Can you take and huh? breathe in? Uh, somebody's telling me that he's coming too. Okay. Maybe. He's waking up. Maybe. So the woman's voice would happen after the operator says, can you check and see if he's breathing? So I will play that one more time. Somebody's telling me that he's coming too. Okay. Maybe. So I've spent a lot of time this last week listening to this call and I am not an expert by any means, but I definitely hear some things that are suspect to me. And I know that this has been really painful for Angie Solomon and Gracie Solomon to listen to in such detail over and over and over again. So again, I am working on a phonetics expert to officially dissect this, but I wanted to put it out there for the internet sleuths to work on on their own. And what I did was I put in the episode notes and in the show uh, notes section of the podcast, everything and every timestamp that the 
audio engineer heard something. So uh, if you want to go back and listen to you know the call, you can you know write some notes and make some some timestamps for yourself to go back and refer to. But yeah, and then email me, please, please, if you hear anything uh, that we did not catch or that you know we might not have picked up on, that would be very helpful. My email is Lauren at magicshack.com. And the last thing I want to point out for today is something that's really been bothering me. So on the second episode of this podcast, the second episode is called The Investigation, I played an interview between Drew Hall, one of the employees of WPI, and Alexandra Willis, who is a local reporter. Now, Drew Hall was also interviewed by Dan Hodges, the PI. Both of these interviews were done in 2021, and it looks like Drew has changed his story. So let me read to you what Drew told Dan Hodges about Grant and that day. Quote, he was asked to recall exactly how Grant Solomon's body was lying under the truck. He stated that to the best of his memory, Grant's head was barely visible behind the front driver's side tire and his body was positioned diagonally toward the back tire passenger side. He advised that when he came out of the WPI building, he saw Aaron Solomon on his cell phone pacing up and down. He said that he could hear Aaron telling Grant that help was on the way. Mr. Hall advised that he and Tyler Mark were the only two employees at WPI and neither of them were in the front where they could observe the incident, end quote. Now, what's strange about this is that Drew told Alex Willis that he could actually see Grant underneath the truck and that Grant appeared to be alive when Drew first went out. Fires or no, fire trucks no, or anything like, like that? A few minutes later. Okay, okay. That's super helpful. I appreciate that. So you you saw that commotion. I'm sure you kind of waited out here, or did you call to Aaron and say like, "Hey, everything well, okay? I, What's going I actually on?" Actually, walked down here and tried to figure out what happened because in my I saw Grant under the truck, and from my, to keep in mind, I didn't even know what happened. It looked like somebody I thought was walking on the sidewalk, and the truck like came off the road. Is what you assume. Obviously. You don't assume it rolled backwards and uh, he got trapped. Under you see it there. You yeah, think you it. Just like, oh, someone yeah. was texting or something and drove into this ditch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we, then I realized after talking to Anna, they were coming here for the assessment. Like, I didn't even know really that they were coming here. Um, so they were coming for the assessment, and then, you know, four or five minutes goes by, and you hear the sirens, and they come, and then obviously we kind of get out of the way, and, and yeah. let the fire department do their thing. Um, so that that's one of the, the major points, too. You said you saw the three folks here. Did you stay out here until the police and all them came by? Because... During the 911 call, Aaron, uh, it seems like he mentions those three individuals, but according to the reports, when police get there, those three individuals are not there. Yeah, I so, think they left. Did, did you see them there? I think I maybe went in to call Tucker, the owner of the building, and say, like, hey, like, you might want to come down here. Yeah. Um, something going on. Okay. But, but you, don't, you don't necessarily remember seeing them leave? No, no. Yourself. specifically. Okay. Because I, I did at one point go in to call Tucker and let him know yeah. that something's going on. Like, you might want to come down here and, and check things out. Sure. And I'm going to play one more part before I comment. We down there saw Grant. At the time, he was moving his head and his eyes. So, um, so I obviously didn't know how great the situation was. I didn't see blood or anything. I thought maybe he was just trapped, like, couldn't get out. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Drew tells Dan Hodges that Grant's head was barely visible behind the front driver's side tire, and his body was diagonal towards the back tire side. He advised that he came out of WPI and saw Aaron on his cell phone pacing up and down. Now, what he tells Alex Willis is that he went down to the ditch, saw Grant, he was alive, and he didn't see any blood, but his instinct was to go inside and call his boss Tucker. These really appear to be two different stories. I reached out to Drew initially back in April or May of 2023 when I first started investigating this and I did not hear back. I called and I texted and, you know, stumbling across this again this week with just listening to the 911 call and thinking about the actual scene of the accident, I have reached out again to no avail. So I'm not sure what's going on here. Maybe Drew has just moved on, but I really feel like there needs to be some clarification here because I truly believe whatever information he has could be seriously helpful. So I'll be diving a little bit more into the discrepancies next week, and hopefully by then I'll also have an update on the phonetics expert for the 911 call. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and for all your support with this case. We'll be back next week with another episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.